Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that can't stop, won't stop, except yesterday, where we stopped. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the voice of Conference USA Softball. <laughs> She's the Duchess of the Dark. She's actually pickled. Yeah, but that's that's just that is not. Everybody watch ESPN Plus today. This after, this evening, right? Yeah, yeah. This five evening. o'clock game. It'll uh, yesterday's five o'clock game started at five fifty-five. So it's you have a five and an eight on schedule. Just, just tonight five. is five. Yeah, there's only oh, three games. So tonight. this is your last chance to hear Ashley Pickle, mm-hmm. softball commentator, this year. Yes, this is fact. so. So come well, out for the grand finale. Yeah, because softball season doesn't start till twenty twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So make sure. Yeah, there there are some. Uh, there are definitely some fall games, but I don't. I don't know if they would have commentators for the fall games, to be honest. Anyway, uh, so listen, watch ESPN Plus today to watch uh, Ashley Pickle uh, call call softball. Today is Friday, May 13th, 2022. I forgot to update the Thanksgiving thing. It is 195 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Stephen Colbert, who looks exactly like my father-in-law. Oh my gosh, yeah, he does. uh Uh-huh. Wow. Episode (laughs) 1385. My father-in-law is a mix of Greg Maddox and Stephen Colbert. Gosh, man. Although, Greg Maddox Maddox has not aged as gracefully as my father-in-law has. Uh, episode 1385. On today's show, folks, we got big breaking news in the high school football ranks. We're going to talk about that. In the back half of the show, uh, we're going to have Help Honda Mailback Friday, answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, softball, etc. All of the things. So, we'll get into that coming up here at the back half of the program. But first, do we have first four through the door? We do. Um, You're grinning about something. I got a funny text message from one of our coworkers. Um... Just Chad, Jake McNeil, Aaron Arbuckle, and Matt McSpadden. Welcome in, fellas. One day I'm going to learn Chad's last name. Just I'm gonna, Chad. I'm just going to dox him. <laughs> what, if his first, Chad. what if his first name is Just? Yeah, and over here, you're over here making fun of one of our loyal viewers. I'm not making fun of him. I like you, Just. <laughs> what, a, what a weird thing to say. <laughs> Pickle. Breaking. Do we have the breaking news sounder? Oh, dude, I don't know. Hold on, because we're going to clip this for you two. So, we'll wait. Hold on. Do I have the breaking news sounder? Give me like 0.2 seconds okay. here. We might. Let me know. Because I did make a breaking news sounder for exact things like this. <laughs> we do have it somewhere. I do know that. Oh, my gosh. This is... Uh, we probably, uh-huh. should, probably should plan a show. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. Three, two. Pickle. We have- 
one, Collin County. Breaking. The Allen Eagles, for the second time in two years, are looking for a new head football coach. Chad Morris, the former Lake Travis coach, the former SMU coach, the former Arkansas coach, has resigned his post after one year at the helm. Uh, they went 11-3 and three, uh, in his, or 11-3, uh, 10-3? Yeah, 11-3. and three. Is that right? Um, they went 11-3 and three in his lone season there at the helm, um, making it all the way to the regional final before losing to South Lake Carroll. Um, he is. Uh, he put out a statement saying that he, quote, I am so thankful to Allen ISD for the chance to work with an amazing group of student-athletes and a dedicated coaching staff. The, uh, there was a report from Allen. Allen was saying that he uh, had an opportunity to go back and coach in college. We will see whether that comes to fruition. But Allen will be on their third coach in three years. Uh, as Chad Morris has resigned after a single season. Allen, of course, is the largest school in the state of Texas with over 7,000 students um, and is one of the most high-profile programs in in Texas high school football, which, of course, makes this pretty big breaking news. It's also worth mentioning um, that it's very late. Uh, It is May 13th that this Mm -hmm. is happening. Like, Um, they just, they already finished spring ball. Spring ball's done. Spring ball's over, and while there are some coaching changes that come down uh, in May, they are relatively few. And so to have one of this seismic impact is pretty substantial. Now, I think it's worth mentioning that we had been hearing some rumors and rumblings about this. Matt Steff had been seeing some smoke uh, about Chad Morris potentially stepping down for about a week. About a week was the first time mm-hmm. he said, hey, keep an eye on Allen uh, to us. So here at the Dave Campbell's office, it wasn't necessarily a shock. We'd had time to prepare for it. Um, and so th- there's a couple of things that I want to get into. Okay. One of them is there is a lot of grave dancing going on right now, specifically from very bitter Arkansas fans. Dude, the pigs are – they're – they're crazy. And like it's, I don't know. it's not even like light stuff. It's hateful stuff. It's very bad uh from Arkansas fans. And I get it. He wasn't good at Arkansas. Like I understand that. That feels a little excessive. Like feels have, like there's a lot of people touchdown dancing on a yeah, grave. Yeah, you have you have a guy now like just live now like why are they still looking back at it it's some of them are funny i'm not gonna lie but it's like why um i don't know i my brain's not wired that way obviously there are some people whose brains are wired that way Mm -hmm. uh and that's a little unfortunate and i think the world's a worse place because of yeah that kind of stuff i also feel like there's always a real different we think of things when it comes to coaching changes in the high school terminology of we don't just think about the coach itself we think about the kids that it affects and that kind of stuff and it's like i feel like a lot of college fans don't and that's one of the grosser parts of college football yeah it's not thinking of people as humans per se yeah it's a lot of people yeah it's just a lot of a lot of I don't know. A little icky. A little icky to me, in my in my personal humble opinion, that um that there's been and, and, and that happened when uh when Allen lost their first game, when Allen lost a um 
a home game and then for when the first Allen, time for the first time and then when Allen also lost a um, district the, game. when they lost when they lost in the playoffs the they got eliminated game streak. um the uh the hogs came out of the woodwork to make sure mm-hmm. that you knew that they are very big people on the internet and they surprisingly have internet access in arkansas um so chad morris is out why didn't it work i don't know if i would say it didn't work he went 11 and 3 i mean that's a pretty good season overall um now I will I will tell you things that I know and I'll tell you things that I that I've heard. Okay, and I want to make sure I I, I throw Specify. some del- del- delineation. <laughs> Something that I have heard but not personally confirmed is that Arkansas was getting a little squirrely with their buyout. Mm-hmm. So because Chad Morris was fired at Arkansas, he was owed a balance on his contract. Uh, Arkansas says, that's fine. We'll pay the balance on your contract as long as you are paying, as long as you are, co- uh, as long as you are, have a job that is closer to like for like, close to like for like for with what you were doing. So if he were to go be the offensive coordinator at Maryland, mm-hmm. then like Arkansas would be paying his buyout. From what I understand and what I've heard, and again, heard, not confirmed. And I love throwing these types of things out there. Mm-hmm. Arkansas was trying to claim that being the coach at Allen is not close enough to being the head coach at Arkansas. And as a result, they should not have to go and get a pay, uh, Mm -hmm. pay their buyout. The idea being if you had a buyout pickle and then if he, if Chad Morris went to go be an accountant, Arkansas shouldn't go and pay him that money. Like they, they, he's not, you know, know, all that So, that's one thing that I have heard. I've not confirmed that, but that would certainly help to explain why he stepped down. Um, so this is this is an unusual bit of coaching turnover at Allen, uh, considering they had a long, long tenure with Terry Gamble, and before that, a long, long tenure with Tom Westerberg. Um, and the one thing, and I, I don't know how connected this is. I don't know how connected this is, but... When they lost, when Allen's, uh, one of their, I believe their defensive line coach, whose son is David Hicks, mm-hmm. defensive and David Hicks. Which is notable. When he transferred to Katie Pato, mm-hmm. that's a little interesting because you're at Allen, right? You're getting all the, all the you're a five-star. You're, you're getting all the promotion that you need there at Allen. You're playing at the biggest school in the state of Texas. Why are you leaving to go to Pato? Um, Clearly, it worked out well. Obviously, it worked out well, but <laughs> I do wonder if there's some sort of uh, if if that should have been our first sign that um, that it was that there was something going on. Right. Um, so, I do think I want to go back to something that I mentioned whenever they hired Chad Morris. When they hired Chad Morris, one of the things that Allen was facing, kind of for the first time, was the pressure to make a splash hire. Yep. Um, Tom Westerberg obviously helped to bring them to new heights with the three P with Kyler and all of that fun stuff, mm-hmm. right? They bring in Terry Gamble, and Terry Gamble, when he got hired, was a supremely successful coach at Midway, mm-hmm. very successful. And like around the Dave Campbell's offices, when Terry Gamble got hired, like, oh, excellent Allen, hire! We were all like, "That's a really good hire. Like he's a great coach. And he's going to do great stuff." And surprise, surprise, he did great stuff at Allen. I think that. In a lot of ways, the game has changed. The game had changed for Allen when it came to 2021 and needing a new coach. Mm -hmm. And that they not just needed a good coach. They also needed somebody who could be 
a big splashy face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's almost like putting something up on a billboard. They yeah. had the championship billboards mm-hmm. up, and it was like, okay, well, that has kind of died off. So now we need something else to replaster that billboard. Yes. So here is my thought on um, on on what they're going to do here. Because I think that, well, that one thing to keep in mind, again, is it is May 13th. Mm-hmm. That is very late in the game. You're not going to have – you might – if they hire a guy today, he can meet his team for two weeks, and then it's summer. Yep. Functionally, the first time he's going to practice with his guys is going to be two-a-days. Mm-hmm. So they're in a tough spot. I think you've got two options, and then there's, there's different branching things. I've got a piece up on TexasFootball.com about this, about who – they should hire uh, who who Allen sh- should or might target for their job. I think there are two in-house candidates. Normally, under normal circumstances, if a normal program uh, loses their coach on May thirteenth, you promote from within. Yes. Almost always at this point, you just say, all right, let's keep the stability. Let's find somebody to steer the ship. Even if it's an interim basis, yep. you go and you do it. Especially with a bigger school that has already been through spring ball. That's something right. else notable there. Yes. So here's what I – so there, I think they have two in-house options. One of them is a little bit of off-the-board option, which would be do they promote their offensive coordinator? Their offensive coordinator is a gentleman by the name uh, of Tristan Weber. Tristan Weber was uh, he was on the staff at Highland Park before he was on the staff at South Lake Carroll, Riley Dodge, before he was on the staff uh, at Allen to be their uh, associate head coach. Mm-hmm. Tristan Weber has never been a head football coach, but is very – obviously he's coached at Highland Park, South Lake Carroll, and Allen. He's pretty highly regarded in coaching circles. Um this would be this would probably not be the splashy hire uh but i would say that if you're looking for stability and you're looking for an opportunity to get it on the ground floor of a guy and say you know what i think that this guy could be the next big thing for us mm-hmm. tristan weber might be that move there's another guy on staff that does have head coaching experience and it's mm-hmm. david branscombe David Branscombe, you may remember, as the head coach at San Antonio Brandeis for four seasons, where he was really good. Yeah, he really turned that program around. Took them to the regional finals twice. They went 37-10. and 10. Um, If you are looking, if you're looking to tick boxes, and you are to say, I want an in, a guy who knows the program, who's already here, an internal hire, who also has head coaching experience, even if it's just in an interim basis for 2022, I think David Branscombe might be the guy. Weber has never called plays at a varsity level. That's interesting. So, as Step put it, high risk, high reward. But would he, but would he call Chad Morris did call plays? Exactly. Well, no, I guess he did. Eh, to if, if he was the offensive coordinator. Anyway, all that's to say. So those would be the internal candidates. Branscombe has the head coaching experience, um, but Tristan Weber would be, as Step put it, the high-risk, high-reward, mm-hmm. high-ceiling, low per- floor. perhaps low-floor. And then there are three external candidates I want you to keep your eye on. Yes. One is down the street, mm-hmm. and it's Marcus Shavers. Marcus yeah, Shavers. Three are down the street. <laughs> they're all down the street. <laughs> but he is down the street from Allen. Yes, literally. At McKinney, the head coach at McKinney. Uh, Marcus Shavers is an Allen guy through and through. Mm-hmm. He's an Allen native. He's an Allen alum. Yeah. Um, a fantastic player at Allen. He was a great player at Allen. He's really become a really good and well-respected coach. Mm-hmm. At a young he, age still. He did. He's a young guy. Um, he did big things at Lubbock Estacado mm-hmm. before he got to come home to DFW to go be, uh, the, uh, to be the head coach at McKinney. It has been... 
maybe fits and starts there at McKinney, but there's uh, one thing I would say is you don't have to worry about him getting up to speed on the Allen program considering he's in their district. Yep. He sees them all the time. He is a guy who is known as a great culture builder uh, and a guy who's known as one heck of a ball coach. So Marcus Shavers makes a lot of sense. It does. Marcus, Marcus Shavers makes a lot of sense. That's one thing. Another name I want to throw out there is Riley Dodge. Mm-hmm. Riley Dodge is the head coach of South Lake Carroll. Um, Riley Dodge is an uh, a ridiculous 52-5 and five in four seasons. Seems good. As a head coach at South Lake Carroll, he's got a title game, a semifinal, and two regional final appearances. There were rumblings, reports, I can say pretty well-sourced reports mm-hmm. that they called Riley Dodge last time. Mm-hmm. And they called him in the summer of 20, or whenever they were looking for a coach when Terry Gamble left. Uh, and obviously, he's still the head coach at South Lake Carroll before they ended up getting Chad Morris. I don't know who said no to whom, but uh, th- I have it on pretty good authority that they've already barked up that tree in 2021. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine they would call him again. Try again. Yeah. So Riley Dodge would be another name. Um, but if you're looking at getting into a bidding war, Getting into a bidding war with South Lake Carroll seems like a bad move. Yep. My opinion. <laughs> well, not for Riley. Not for Riley. I was like, let's make a very clear, clear thing here that Riley would be a big winner. If you're winner Allen, that's a bad idea. In anything. If you're Riley Dodge, you're like, let's go. Go. Actually, you know what? I'm willing to hear both. <laughs> let's, let's, let's hear you out. The third name I want to throw out there as an external candidate is Jeff Rayburn. Jeff Rayburn's head coach of Frisco Lone Star. We had him on our show just a few, few, few weeks ago. Uh, he's entering his 10th year at, at Frisco Lone Star. Um... 91-25. Took him to a title game back in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be honest. I haven't talked with Jeff Rayburn about what he thinks the future holds or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think every coach is as uh, as tied to their school as they are to the uh, until the phone rings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know this from personal experience. There's a couple of things about about this that would be really interesting. Jeff Rayburn is a, obviously he built it from the ground. He's not the only coach they've ever had, but he's been their coach for over 80% of their existence yes. at Lone Star. He's established them in a tough situation at Frisco ISD where you're fighting with a million different schools. Mm-hmm. He's established them as the clear alpha mm-hmm. in, in Frisco ISD, which is tough. And you want to talk about a guy that gets his coaches hired more mm-hmm. than anyone? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's pumping them out. Mm-hmm. He would be a really interesting move, and and a guy that I would not be surprised if his phone rang and and he got uh, he got brought in for an interview. Um, the the you know the, the one thing is he's not the athletic director; he's a campus coordinator at Lone Star, mm-hmm. but he's not the athletic director for Frisco ISD. He would not be the athletic director at Allen because mm-hmm. uh, so that would be a you know in that in that sense a bit of a lateral move. But obviously, Allen's big big fish. One more thing here, and I think this is important to note. We've listed these names of maybe these they'll hire them, maybe they'll go get him, etc. They all have to say yes. And you might be thinking, well, of course you'd want to go be the head coach at Allen. Has the bloom come off the rose at Allen in the last three years? Mm-hmm. They're about to be on their third coach in three years. If I were to tell you, if we're writing in the, in the magazine, and I'm writing a capsule for a high school coach, high school X, Lano, if Lano had three coaches in three years, you would look at that program and you go, I don't know. What's going on there? What's rotten in Denmark? Mm-hmm. 
being the coach at Allen is unlike being the coach anywhere else, mm-hmm. simply because of its size and simply because of the, 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 the things that you have to do. I wonder if a little bit of shine has come off of Allen and coaches are maybe looking at this program not as you stop everything and you go jump at this job mm-hmm. that it used to be. Right. Well, the theory that I'm throwing out. It's there. like a super nice house with a little bit of a rocky foundation. Like you can't necessarily see it from the from the outside. You think you see the spectacular facilities and you see everything that it is and you hear everyone talk about it, but then it's yeah, it's kind of I a, be, let's yeah. take a step back here and see what just what's going on. And we don't really know, but it's interesting. I w- right. I want to be very clear. Allen's a great job. Absolutely. If you get the job at Allen, you got a good job. Right. What I'm saying is I think I think when Tom Westerberg left, or even when Terry Gamble left, when Terry Gamble left, I think that was the hottest job in the state. Yes, it was. It absolutely was. I'm not sure. I wonder Mm -hmm. if that perception still holds. So, we'll have complete coverage for you at TexasFootball.com. Alan looking for a new head coach as Chad Morris has resigned after one season. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle, did you know that more than 30%, 35%, so more than 30, I was right. of college athletes quit their sport or transfer schools by the end of their sophomore year. That's because most high school athletes only consider athletics when picking a college. They skip over the other important factors like college major location, scholarships, long-term goals, etc. With so much to consider, how do you make sure you're choosing the right schools? That's where Athletes to Athletes comes in. Athletes to Athletes is a college counseling program built specifically for student-athletes and their families. They provide a holistic approach to find your uh, find you the college pro- uh, help find you the college program that best fits all of your needs, both on and off the field. Please go to go please go to athletes2athletes.com/dc today to schedule your free info session and see how they can help you find the best college program for you. That's athletes2athletes.com/dc. Up there in the top right, just proud partner of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Are they proud? They sh- uh. We're proud to partner with them. Yeah. I don't know if that's pride. I mean, they do employ us. This is true. So, Pickle, it's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. That was a lot of... Oof. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Honda. Stop by your Helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com. .com to learn more. So if you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, college softball, get them in the comments. Only conference Facebook, you say college softball. YouTube, Twitch. We've been watching all some, the places. some fun belt softball, too, because Ish is pretty pumped about Texas State. They're really they good, gotta, right? Yeah. Uh, well, the Texas State baseball is really good. Like yeah. they, have, they have a chance to really mess up some stuff in, uh, in the College World Series, but the softball team definitely won yesterday. Uh... By the way, I didn't mention it, but if you want to get the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's ah, Text yes. Football mailed you before that its new stands, go to textfootball.com slash subscribe. makes a great gift. Um, my kid's getting baptized tomorrow. So hey, if you want to give him a baptism gift, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Um, this is true. He'll be Pay for the chicken salad sandwiches we'll have at my house. Yeah. <laughs> so, Texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Uh, we send the magazine to press two weeks from today. 
That doesn't mean that doesn't mean you'll have the magazine in two weeks. No, <laughs> let's be clear. be clear. There's like a process of like printing it and shipping it and things like that. Uh, but if you go to textball.com slash subscribe, you will get uh, the you will get it mailed before it hits newsstands to you. Do we have any questions, Pickle? We sure do. Um, how glad are you that the Allen news came out now instead Whoa. of next week? Um, <laughs> there's next a there's a this is a loaded question because I know where you were going with next this. Next week would have been okay. Yeah. Next week would have been okay. Still not ideal in this not time ideal. of the year for big news to break on let like a Tuesday you. for us. Okay, let me tell you. Let me let me issue a statement. Yes. I'm gonna issue a, an official an official announcement. For PSA for all coaches that I know where this is going. Coaches. Chill. For the week <laughs> of May 20th through May 27th, and let's even extend that a, a week, through May through June 3rd, mm-hmm. okay? From now until June 3rd, y'all got to chill. Do not leave. I don't need you changing jobs. I don't need you getting fired. I don't need you changing okay, all these mm, Can I push back on your thing for a second? Wouldn't it be better for them to switch jobs the last week of May when we still haven't sent to press yet than the week after May? It, it's the first two weeks of – I mean, the first two weeks of June that is really not fun. I am concerned about accuracy, uh-huh. but that's not what I'm – my number one concern. Uh, it is my number one concern. <laughs> what I mean is I'm concerned about accuracy, but there is – in my heart, I've done this enough that when the magazine gets sent to press, if something happens the day after, you just go. Well. Yeah, you really can't do anything about it. Like, I for guess example, that's the fair. only thing here's the one thing I don't, I, I always worry about. Mm-hmm. Not worry, worry is the wrong word, but I always, my deepest fear, if you want to know, as we're just giving out our deepest fears. Okay. My deepest fear is that somebody we put on the cover is going to get like arrested. Mm hmm. Like somebody that we put, on, like mm-hmm. we put, uh, we put Jimbo Fisher on the cover in 2018, mm-hmm. and like the day after we send the press, this like massive Jimbo, scandal. Jimbo comes Fisher out. Yep. gets fired for, um, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Something. We put Tom Herman on the cover, and the next day Tom Herman gets gets fired because he got uh, he was drag racing mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's, like, it's especially that's especially heightening when we have one person on the cover if you have mold like last year we had four people on yeah. the cover that's a little bit more of a yeah you know? like but if, if you yeah. have if you have multiple people it's but, still not fun but, but if you only have one then you're really sweating. all right counterpoint to that uh-huh. counterpoint to that there is more last room for year, mistake last year i was not and 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 i should be clear Whenever we do these things, like when we do like the recruiting cover, one of the, one of the things we had Denver Harris on the cover of the mm-hmm. magazine, stuff like that, and we decided to put Denver Harris on the cover. I called John Kay and I at the head coach at North Shore and I go, "Hey, is Denver Harris a good dude?" Mm-hmm. Like, because I also we one do, of the, yeah. One of the things I don't want to put, shit. I don't want to put some heel on the cover. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but so for example, last year with the four guys at A and M, I actually wasn't worried. And the reason why mm-hmm. is because all four of those guys, they were like, I think I've told the story before. We'd gone to them with four names of guys we wanted to, and they came back and they said, we want to switch out X number of those guys to put these guys on there because they're on our defensive leadership council. Mm-hmm. So they were obviously voted on by the players as like guys who have their head screwed on straight. And so I wasn't really particularly worried about Damani Richardson or Michael Clemens or DeMarvin Leal or Miles Price, you know, getting into trouble. Um, that is that was um but that's one of my concerns. That's the one thing. So everybody's gotta chill uh for at least a minute. Like let's let's but yes, to answer your question, very roundabout way, 
I'm glad it's happening now because I am writing the 6A preview today. Yeah. And it's like, great. I can fit that in. I don't have to go edit it in a million places. What's next? Um, there is also a chance, by the way, that they don't hire somebody by the time the magazine goes to press. That was just like, another question. Like yeah, it was like, so what happens if if yeah. minutes before you send a press, Alan announces? Well, then we can... Minutes to go to press? We can change it. We can change it. Um, a day after we go to press? No. Yeah, it's, it's going to say open. It's just going to say open. Um, and there's... I would say every year of 1252... No, heck, counting private schools, over 1,400... It's like six. Six. There's about six schools that'll yeah. be open. Because I always know when I'm doing the final reads, I'm always looking at the like the coaches' names and the mascot names are like two things in our super final reads that we like make sure that are absolutely correct. And I'll go through and I I think that I've probably checked yeah, probably about five or six every single year and been like, Okay, no, this is actually open. Um can I tell you I, I, I think I've told you this I think I've I've almost certainly told this story before. because uh, we've done twelve hundred and 80 whatever shows but um did i ever tell you um the uh the story of the the closest call we ever made of getting somebody in the magazine game coaching change Mm -hmm. it is 2015 2015 i'm putting together the summer magazine okay and there is a lot of smoke it's the day we're sending the press Mm -hmm. and there is a lot of smoke that Cedar Park head coach Joe Willis is going to leave Collegeville Heritage. Step literally just said, make Tepper tell the Joe Willis story. Joe Willis is going to leave Cedar Park to go to Collegeville Heritage. This is the day we're sending to press. Okay. And those are two very notable teams. Not only that, not only that, but Cedar Park was the reigning state runner-up the year before. (laughs) Okay? They were a state runner-up. They, um, 2014, they, uh, uh, they... They lost a title game, Mm -hmm. I want to say. So they are hot. Mm -hmm. They are highly rated, Mm -hmm. ranked, and... I'm sure there's quotes in the preview. Joe Willis's name is all over that magazine. Mm -hmm. It's all over the magazine. But the day we go to press, and it hasn't... There's just a lot of smoke. It's one of the things of like... It's like what we heard about Chad Morris. Mm -hmm. A lot of smoke, a lot of smoke. Fire comes out today. Fire's the wrong word. Fire's the wrong word. He wasn't fired. He resigned. So I called... Joe Willis, or I text Joe Willis, mm-hmm. and I say, Coach, I promise you I won't tell anybody. I won't even tell my wife. The magazine's not coming out for three weeks. Like, we just got to get it printed, but can you please confirm or deny this for me? And he was nice enough at, like, we said the magazine press at 4 yeah. p.m., like 2 o'clock, he texted me back, and he was nice enough to confirm it for me, which gave me two hours to scramble and figure things yeah. out. Um, yeah, so that was... That was one. The other one, and this is a much, um, this is a much worse one. But it came at the same time. Was twenty fifteen was the Art Bryles thing, and remember that came down in May too. Mm-hmm. That came down. Um, when was he fired? May twenty sixth. Yep. May twenty sixth. He got <laughs> fired. Um, and so, if you think Joe Willis is all over that magazine, oh yeah, this is a whole college head coach. How about the head coach of a, a, a of you know the Big Twelve co-champions, mm-hmm. the Cotton Bowl? You know, they go to a they 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 lose to to Michigan State mm-hmm. in the Cotton Bowl. The head coach gets fired, and we have to scramble and change everything. I remember when that came down because it was a Monday. I want to mm-hmm. say and we sent the magazine to press on Friday. I sat down with a pad of paper and I just wrote down all the places that I think Art Browse's name might be. be. 
just might be. And I just checked the whole thing. Because it's not one, I guess you should know, it's not like one document. It's Mm-mm. it's scattered into about 140 different documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had to go and check each one and make sure. I don't think his name got in there. And it, at least not in the context of, you know, it got in, got in there because we explained what happened. But like, yeah. So. Right. Anyway, 2015 was a nightmare. <laughs> What's next? Let's do one more. Um, or two more. All right. Or zero more. We'll do two more. Okay. Which high school mascot would you change? The example was Kermit to the Frogs, which is That's what we kind of obvious. said. Lano to the Llamas. I've always said that, and I'm sticking to the it. Lano Llamas. Spit them. <laughs> do that again. <laughs> Are there yellow jackets in... Um... Now, I have a question. Are you? Uh, I think you told me this. Your middle school. Are they the Daubers? Daubers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, That's cool. I like that. Fundamentally is dumb because if you Here know anything go. about mud daubers, they don't sting. They can't sting anyone. Mud daubers do not sting. So it's really kind of not intimidating. Also, they're the orange yellow jackets. So this is all just but do, a do you know why they're yellow jackets? Why they're orange? Hmm. They turn orange when they're angry. Uh, Did you not know this? No, I didn't. That's do. why Rockwall's the orange yellow jackets No, too. I know. But that's just like a... Oh, we didn't want to be yellow, so... I don't think that's true. What would I change? I don't know. Um, Kermit to the Frogs is always Kermit a good to the one. Frogs, obviously, that's, a, that's an obvious one. A lot of them, like the ones that we really love, have leaned in, right? Mm-hmm. Winters had no choice. Yeah. They had to be... Frost, polar yeah, bears, fantastic. Italy had to be the gladiators. Yeah. Things like that. So those teams are, are, are very... Um, they're in our good graces. They're in our, yeah, good job. Good job to them. Um... Franklin there's... Franklin could be the turtles. Yes. You know, I don't want to get too turtles. too crazy here, but uh but there's got that. Um I just I don't know. One of the things that I think is 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 strange. Uh okay. We have talked about mascots that we need more All right. of. All right, let me put a school on blast. Oh yeah, okay? do it to put a school on blast. There's a new private school mm-hmm. that is launching this year. Uh, there there are six man independent schools called Fort Worth Bethesda. Shout out to Coach Bethesda. Bethesda. Okay. Uh, shout out to Coach, who I've been in contact with, um, um, and I had to call him uh, this week. Um, uh, Coach J T Sheehan. Okay. Called him. He turns in his questionnaire, and uh, for Fort Worth Bethesda, and they are the ambassadors. And I'm like, oh, that rules. That is pretty. Sick. That's I believe the first ambassadors. Private school's got some interesting fun weird ones yeah right it's a lot of crusaders and a lot of eagles Mm -hmm. but like and a lot of warriors ton of warriors yep but they've got some good ones too san antonio central catholic the buttons things like that anyway but they're the ambassadors i'm like the alan aardvarks (laughs) i love it zephyr should be the zebras uh or zapata should be the zebras one of them you guys have to pick you have two oh yeah okay zebras but I call Coach Sheehan because I need to know where to put him in the magazine. Like, have you been Have you been listening? And he tells me, hey, we're TAPS Division Three. We're going to play independent. I go, cool, I'm going to put you in six-man independent. He says, that's great. He goes, also, I need to let you know. We're no longer the ambassadors. We no. changed our mascot to the Lions. We had a vote. No. Like, Come on. Why? Man, I'm real mad. I'm, don't, Why? Don't put in the paper that I was mad, <sighs> but I'm mad. <laughs> Ambassadors, it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I don't know. That's that that I heard that and it hurt my heart. I just uh, yeah. So that stinks. Yeah. Boo. Alan Ardvarks. Hard <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. like the ant eaters. 
We do need anteaters. We, we need, need we yeah. Need anteaters. You know what? And then they could, no, someone, someone, whoever's in Progresso's district should change theirs to the anteaters. Now that just would for be the bit. <laughs> I love it. Progresso's the red ants can for I, anyone who doesn't I, okay, know. Okay, and this is, this is nothing about nothing. Can I also put out one other thing? Okay. Air your I, grievances. I'm airing my grievances. This is my disconnect from my headphones, so I can't listen to you, which is all the better for me. Um, anyway. Yeah. So you'll have to scream. Can I just say, I think it's a little bit weird that there's only one Aggies. No, no, no. We don't need any. Realistically speaking, I mean, that's just like people. There's quite a few schools that are the Longhorns and they're actually burnt orange or, or a, they're not burnt orange, but they're a shade of orange. And mm-hmm. it's like, eh, no, I think it's weird. I think that in a state that is pretty clearly divided along, like obviously there are fans of other programs, but like, you know, Aggies and Longhorns are the two. I don't think that A and M would want state. it to be that way. To be quite honest with you, but like it's only Poteet, only yeah. Poteet is the Aggies. And I remember, like, I remember reading that today, like this week, and I was like, man, that's that's bizarre. Like there needs to be more. It just seems like there should be more Aggies. Yeah. I mean, there's multiple. I'm fairly certain. Let me make sure I get this right. I'm fairly certain there's multiple Red Raiders. Um, really? Or are they just Raiders? I mean, the Denton Ryan Raiders. There's multiple Raiders. They happen to be red, but I don't think anyone... There's two. Winsboro and Tyler Lee are both the Red Raiders. Okay. It's just multiple Red Raiders. Obviously a lot of Bears. Obviously a lot of Owls. Yeah. No Mean Green. But, there's, but there's Eagles. A lot of Eagles, obviously. But that's why we're the Mean Green. It's Mustangs. Separates. No Miners. No. Mm, no Miners. A lot of Bobcats. A lot of Bobcats. Who am I missing? No Horn Frogs. But there are frogs. There's bullfrogs. The yeah. Lake Which Worth is outstanding. Frogs. Yeah, at Lake Worth. Declan. Um, uh, yeah. Another one that's in the good graces is the mesquite skeeters. Oh, like, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Excellent stuff. Um, and then Last the one. final Frog. one. Anyway. If you could have someone narrate your life, whom would it be? Pickle. Mm-hmm. You. You're my answer. Oh. Nice. I think it would be... Let me tell you about the <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you make me laugh. Like, things that you say, the way that you say them, like, I feel like I'd be constantly entertained. Or, another buddy of ours, Gabe Brooks. Gabe Brooks. All <laughs> oh, hell. Tepper's at it again. Ian. That's not Here a good Gabe Brooks impression. This guy. Um, but, yeah. Gabe Brooks. That's a good one. Craig would be good. Oh, Craig would be fantastic. Craig would be, but Craig, Craig would make me seem way more important than I am. Like, that would be my concern of, like, Craig, it would make me feel. She switched the camera to make sure that Tepper was centered up. Exactly. You know? And it would be like, it ain't got to be like that. No, it ain't got to be like that. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Or Gilbert Gottfried, RIP. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy would be good. I think that. He does a fantastic job on voiceover work, and I think he has an unbelievable range of being able to make you laugh like oh, instantly. This is a Shrek commentary, isn't it? Donkey, that's a nice boulder. I like that boulder. <sighs> I I love Eddie. Mar- I think that he's so funny. I really do, and I think that a lot of people have a hard time translating their funniness to just voice work, mm-hmm. and he. He Ooh. hits it. But he can also do serious. Like, if there were times in my life that it needed to be a serious, I feel like he could also do it. It would also be weird if, like, Marge Simpson 
was doing my <laughs> voice. Yeah, I feel like Homer has to you. <laughs> Yesterday was his birthday, did you know that? Oh, nice. 66, according to the driver's license. That was screenshotted in one episode of season one. We're sick. It's going to do it for us. <laughs> Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Have a good call tonight, Pickle. Thanks. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.